Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Looney catches, flipped it back to Curry, chased by a triple team, shoots oh, it with one on the clock, and he banked it home, falling down, coming left to right. How did he do that? Clay Thompson heading over here. It's a big shots down yeah. the stretch. Yeah, Clay Thompson now ninth all time and threes past Jason Terry tonight. Puts on the headset. Clay, uh, congratulations uh, on the win and uh, boy, a much needed win. And boy, you guys had to work really hard to get that W. That we did. That we did, and. Uh, it was good of us to withstand that uh, surge they made in the third and fourth. So luckily uh, we got the win, but we got to back it up tomorrow because treat tomorrow is a must win as well. Actually going up to, to Portland, you had uh, 24 points tonight, 7-19 shooting. It looks like you're, you guys are starting to get your rhythm a little bit, especially with that starting five. Uh, by the way, we, we should mention, we should congratulate you. You're now ninth all-time at three points made. You passed Jason Terry tonight. Congratulations on that. But talk a little bit about the uh, the play of that new starting five. What do you think that's doing for the team? Uh, just giving us a breath of fresh air. I mean, sometimes changes are necessary to ignite a, a run, and hopefully that's what's about to happen. You think you set a record, a personal record for runners shot tonight? <laughs> yeah, I uh, didn't shoot the ball particularly efficient, but I look forward to bouncing back tomorrow, having an efficient, finish, uh, efficient night from the field. Hey, look, I know you expect a lot of yourself, and if I shot you like you, I would too, but 24 points on 19 shots, that's pretty efficient in my books, Clay. Oh, thank you. You know, there's a few there I missed that were wide open, but that's life. You just got to keep shooting those good shots you get. Well, Clay, if you made every shot you expect to make, you'd never miss a shot. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> you got to be easy on yourself. That's true. Oh, Clay, again, 20 for 20 tonight. Exactly. Fantastic, uh, fantastic performance. What, is this, what does this do for you? I know it's hard to think about momentum at this point of the season, but can this? what can you take away from this game, I guess I should ask, that you, you want to implement tomorrow? Just to try and get rid of those lulls we have when we uh, don't have things working offensively and we're not playing with that force defensively. We're up 16 like that. We have to continue to move the ball and trust each other. And uh, as far as myself, take more efficient shots. I mean, I thought I had four or five tonight. I might have rushed and could have back. I'm going to watch the film and be better tomorrow. Well, Clay, you get to go up to another place. You spent some time up in uh, Portland. You had a great game in L.A. the other night, and hopefully that carries over to tomorrow evening up in the Rose District. Amen to that, fellas. All Thanks, right. Clay. Thanks, Clay. Clay Thompson, 124-120, Warriors with a win. It's got to be Steph Curry, 37 tonight. He was 7-for-7 seven seven in the fourth quarter, 2-of-2 two two from three. 16 points. He's that's the most shots he's made without a miss in the fourth quarter since against Portland in 2015. Cam Thomas, 41 points, 16 of 24 from the floor. And you want to talk about a guy that just knows how to fill it up? Whoa! Score. He can flat score. He scores mid range. He scores deep. He scores in the paint. Uh, he he's something. But yeah, I think 
I think that 8-0 run by Steph was the big one. Uh, that was the one that put them up six, down two to up six. And then they decided to call timeout. They started doubling. And Clay hit shots. I mean, those were massive, massive shots yep. that uh, that he hit because they were just taking the ball out of Steph's hands. Now, okay, someone's got to be open, and that person's got to find uh, find an opening and knock down that shot, and Clay did it twice. And I said it during the game, but I just thought that shot by Pajemski that he missed was awesome, that he had the stones enough to take that shot because a lot of young guys be like, where's the bets? Let me get the ball to the vets. I, I don't want to be responsible for this. And he just got it, open, shot it, missed it. But guess what? He'll shoot it again, and the next time he might just make it. So we heard Clay talk about this on our postgame interview. How do they stop the lulls that keep what could be a fun night into an excruciating night? No idea. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. How do you explain the way they started out the fourth quarter, just throwing the ball away out of bounds? I mean, it's the first play of the, it's the, first play of the fourth. You just had a timeout. Would you go over there and discuss how to diagram a, time, a turnover? I mean, of course they didn't. But so how do you explain coming out that lackadaisical in a close game, in a game you've gave up a big lead already, and just throw it away? Just It's crazy. I, it, so I don't. I can't. I, I can't explain it. I mean, the easily explanation is you got to tighten up mentally. You got to be in the game for 48 minutes. You just can't do dumb stuff. You can't turn the ball over like that. You're going to turn the ball over. We all understand that. And they only had 14 tonight. So it wasn't like they turned the ball over uh, uh, 20 times or 22 or 29. Uh, but some of the turnovers that they had. I mean, Steph threw it right to Dinwiddie twice. Just threw it to him. Out of bounds. Sideline out of bounds. You throw a lazy pass, and I forget who Kaminga was throwing the pass to, but he didn't try to wall off his defender, so he didn't make it an easy pass. And Claxton just snuck right in there and picked it off. And then the fourth quarter, he just throw it. Wee! Throw it away. <laughs> Take it. I mean, that's four turnovers I can remember right there that you're right. thinking to yourself, what? What was that? Like that? You're going to drive sometimes, get caught in the air. Uh, you're going to try to push the ball in the open court. Uh, get it. I, I, I get some turnovers. You're not going to be perfect. Nobody is. But those four that I just mentioned, those should not happen. Like, ever. They just should not happen. You shouldn't throw balls right to them. You shouldn't uh, uh, throw away a ball that you're taking out. Uh, out of bounds underneath, especially at, at the first play of the quarter. You've had a whole, like... Yeah, that brings, that brings it to a new level, actually. Yeah, because you've had two minutes to rest. Kind of think yeah. about stuff, how important this stuff is. And you shouldn't be throwing balls that are sideline out of bounds uh, away that lead to a lab going the other way. So uh, those are the ones. And I, have, I don't know because we've seen it before. Uh, my suspicion is we'll see it again. It just limiting them, I guess, is the goal because they've done it so many times. I think it's ingrained in a lot of these guys. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't begin to answer that for you. I, I do not know. Well, hypnotist, maybe. Every time you say that, I'm, I'm thinking of the movie The Natural. Losing is a disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
But it is, it's truly, it's truly inexplicable. You know, you try to come up with an answer and I was hoping you had one, but it, it just, you just look at it and go, how, why, what, you know, these are, these are guys that are, you know, getting paid to, to play. And yet it, the, to me, it's, it's really, um, I think you, you hit it on the mental part. You just got to lock in. Say, okay, yeah. what am I going to do here? For, the one thing I'm not going to do on the first pass of the quarter is turn the ball over yeah. you know, and make sure that doesn't happen. Then go play. Um, so I think they need to get a little bit of that. And, again, just you know, to make sure on your passes. You know, if, if, if the guy you're throwing to you know, is not sure that you're, he's going to get the ball or he's not looking, you can't throw that pass. Yeah. You have to make sure they're ready to go. So. Well, just because you see a man wearing the same color jersey you are that's open doesn't mean he's ready for the pass, right? You don't see post play much anymore, but it used to be when you're in the post and you're the post player, you would show the passer your hands. I'm ready. Right. Here's right. where I want the ball. Do I want to hide? Do I want it over here? Or maybe you'd even hold up one hand, like throw it to this side or throw it to this side. They don't do that anymore, and, I mean, that's a little extreme, but the point is... You knew I was telling you I was ready for the pass. Sometimes you'll see passes where the guy's not even ready to receive it. He may be open, but he's not ready to receive it. That doesn't do anybody any good. What are you going to do with a ball that hits you upside of the head? Nothing. So I'm not really, yeah, I don't, it's mental is what it is. I, I, I don't know that the ones that I just mentioned weren't like a lack of technique or just a bad pass because you did it was just mental just lazy just lazy that's exactly what it was so that's the only thing i can say is they just got to stop being lazy with some of these turnovers and and they'll be fine i, I look i know they're gonna have them because they've had them for we've talked about this for eight nine ten years now so but it can't just be and it can't be at critical times like you know the second half getting down to crunch time and you just wing one and it gets picked off like that. That's the kind of stuff that just that can't happen. Critical. I mean, that's probably why they've lost a few of these games. I mean, they're literally game changing plays that are taking place that the Warriors just don't seem to be serious enough about. And I know they are like they want to win. They want to do the right thing. But that only gets you so far. Yeah, you actually got to do it. So here's what we do. We text Eric Housen downstairs. Okay. He gets you some sweats and stuff. You call home. Tell your wife, hey, going to Portland. We're going to do the game up in Portland tomorrow. Okay. And then come back. I was right with you until you said we call Eric Housen. Hit the Nike store. I'm yeah. a 10. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> I assume you're meaning shoe size, you're 10? Okay. I didn't know they <laughs> sold shirts and pants in size 10. Uh, I was like, what do you want, uh, granules? I got a ten size 10. I don't know what that is. I got them the sweatsuits with the feeties in them. Yeah. The, funny, the, the funny thing is, too, and it always cracked me up uh, when I was playing. And we didn't make the type of money these guys do, but yeah, you still make good money. You're playing in the NBA. And guys could not be happier. They're like kids on Christmas when we went to the Nike store. Oh. And they got like 500 bucks of free stuff. I'm like... I, you could find that in your couch cushion. Like, what do you mean, five hundred? Well, it, but... it was before the internet. So you got all the cool colors. That all no, the cool colors. I got. I, mean, I got some fun stuff. Yeah. There too. I mean, I I did. I enjoyed it. It was so funny because again, we made a lot of money, but guys couldn't have been happier with going to the Nike store or per oh. diem. Per diem, oh. it's like oh, I get cash. And I remember asking, uh, I forget who I asked. Uh, 
it was a married player at the time. And I go, why are you so happy? You get per diem. You get way more than this pay. He goes, yeah, but this is all mine. <laughs> I, I was like, okay. I get it. I understand. <laughs> there was one player. I'm not going to mention who he is, but, it, but years ago that we would go to the Nike store and you would always have to wait an extra like half hour for this guy. I mean, he he squeezed every Did dime really? out of this thing. And finally, I figured out that the light rail station there in Beaverton is right across the street from Nike. So I just walked over there, took the light rail in. <laughs> you know, it it's like, oh, this guy was always a half hour late. Just you know. Easy. So if he got five hundred, he was spending five hundred. Oh, he spent oh, yeah. four ninety nine ninety. <laughs> He didn't want to go over. He didn't want to have to nope. spend it that penny. Nope, he wasn't going to no. pay anything, but he was going to get taxed and everything he right down squeeze. to the penny. Oh, my gosh. So. He was going to squeeze so much out of it. But yeah, everybody loved, loved visiting the Nike store. And everybody never realized, bro, we're just a product. They're giving it to us for free, so we wear it around town and people see it on us. You kidding me? Like, oh, they're using us. You think we're using them? You got it wrong. You are wrong. Well, I have to catch a plane to Portland. So okay. Oh, you're. Oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh, we play tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Well, you we should go then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we should. Yeah, you we should go. go. Wave at me. But yeah. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> See you next week. We'll have the we'll have the plane dip the wings over Alameda. You know. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs>